Well, this week, British Columbia Solicitor General Mike Farnworth introduced legislation that will require the city of Surrey to provide policing with a municipal force. The update in the Police Act also gives the province the authority to cancel the RCMP contract uh, it has with Surrey. Of course, the proposed legislation comes just days after the city of Surrey filed a petition in court asking for a judicial review of the BC government's directive that it must continue its transition to the local police force. Well, the man in the middle of all this, of course, is Mike Farnworth. He's the Minister of Public Safety and the Solicitor General, and he joins us. Now, Minister, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Uh, Let's uh, just get an update, I guess. You introduced the Police Act. Uh, Just to confirm, is second reading uh, done as of today? Yes, yeah, second reading's done. Uh, We had the the vote uh, on second reading, and so now it goes to committee stage. And then after that, when will it receive royal assent if it, if it does move forward? Um, so once committee stage is done, then we have what's called third reading. Uh, and then uh, royal assent is given after that. And usually uh, it's given fairly quickly. Um, we're here for a seven-week session. Um, it takes, you know, usually at least probably twice the session we'll do royal assent for a number of bills. So I expect this one would be in the first batch of bills that gets royal assent. So technically, probably, well not technically, but could be done by the end of this month potentially. Potentially, yeah, yeah. Yep. No, it uh, it could be done by the end of the month. Oh, good. I just want to get the timeline uh, on that. Uh, what compelled you this week to say, you know what, we are going to bring this legislation? I know you had talked about doing so. What was sort of the the camel? The, the you know, which what was it for you, uh, where the, the where you thought, you know what, this has gone too far. We have to move forward with this legislation. Um, there's a number of things I indicated back in July. Uh, that I'd be bringing forward legislation that uh, I don't believe any Solicitor General or government should have to go through this again. This is, uh, in my view, a mess, uh, and we're trying to fix it, and that uh, we need to have the legislation uh, in place. And on top of that, I think the, 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 the inability of the city of Surrey uh, to be able to move forward on the, the transition and saying we don't accept the decision uh, again, I think contributed to, you know, the, we're bringing in legislation. Uh, people want this issue put to bed. They want it dealt with. They want it fixed. And that's what we're going to do. And, uh, and it's crucial that, that there is a clear clarity and path on how we proceed forward mm-hmm. uh, in the future for any other municipality that wants to uh, potentially go down the path. And just to confirm here, not that you're going to do this, but if you have the power, if, if needed, to replace the, the Surrey Police Board, if, if required. We have one of the sections does um, um, allow um, a solicitor general, and obviously it would be um, on advice from the, uh, the director of police services and then cabinet to be able to say, you know what, we're putting in an administrator. Um, now, if um, no, you, you've introduced this police act, it passes, it receives royal assent. At the end of the day, the Surrey Police Service, the municipal force, still needs to be funded, uh, and that is approval generally required from the city of Surrey, and these are elected officials. Ms. Locke and her majority council could easily say, okay, the rules are in, but we're not going to vote, we're not going to support continued funding of the SPS because there's going to be a need for funding once a year, twice a year, whatever it may be. What would convince them or compel them to support uh, continued funding of the SPS, even if they, uh, if you've brought this legislation in, they may still oppose it. They they feel they may be doing the right thing in their mind. Uh, what? How could you compel them to support uh, budgets for the SPS? Uh, two things. One, um, it's no longer just a decision uh, by myself as minister, as a statutory decision maker. It is now the law in legislation and that they are required to provide safe and effective policing, and that it must be uh, the Surrey Police Service. Uh, 
So, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of there in black and white. Uh, there's would have no choice in that matter. But it, let's just say worst case scenario, you would have other authority. They're breaking the laws, which you're saying. If they don't do it, you still have the authority to, to make sure that funding for the SPS moving forward will be there and it will be consistent. There has, there has to be safe and effective policing and it will be the city police service and um, – the tools will be there to do that. Okay. Now, the Police Complaints Commissioner raised some concerns in regards to the, some of the changes in the Police Act. Uh, uh, how do you take it? And I understand you may have your office may have already spoken to the Police Complaints Commissioner on this. Yeah, we were notified yesterday, late yesterday, that the Police, uh, police Complaints Commissioner had a, a concern about Section Eight, and it was uh, to do with intent in, in terms of oversight, and I think it, in terms of if it came into effect and if you had an administrator. Uh, would that potentially possibly remove, I think, um, his office from oversight of, of, of what happens? And that was never our intention. Um, we, um, our legal advisors, uh, I talked about it and we came back and they talked to him what would be a workable solution. And so there's a, a small amendment uh, taking place to that section that removes what would have been a, um, a subsection five, and that's been removed, and that addresses his concerns. And that motion has already been tabled in the legislature and will be part and part of the committee uh, debate uh, when we when we get to that. And I just want to get back to uh, the um, the issue with, with the city. Now, the city, of course, the legislation that you've introduced comes just days after the city of Surrey filed a petition court asking for a judicial review of the BC government directive. Once this is passed, this, these police act changes, uh, in your mind, is that court case irrelevant? Whatever the judgment may be, whatever the process is, wherever it goes, in your mind, the legislation is clear? The legislation absolutely is clear, but the city has decided to initiate this judicial review. Um, you know, they clearly waited quite some time to do it. Um, you know, in my own views, as I've said, I think this is a, a waste of, uh, of taxpayers' money on a decision that's already been made. Mm-hmm. But that's their that's their choice. Um, you know, we uh, as government still continue to govern, and that's why the legislation has been brought forward, tabled. Uh, and will be passed in the, the next few weeks. Do you think the provincial government during the past administration, the previous three, uh, city council perhaps, uh, not saying more due diligence from the province, but to a certain degree should have been involved in a much deeper way uh, from the from the start because you're relying on that council's desire to get things done and their numbers when perhaps the provincial government may may have wanted to, to, to get involved right from day one and have a person just earmarked for dealing with just that issue. Is that a bit of a lesson learned for the province as well? Uh, well, that's why we've made the changes that we have, and it is so that the, the minister has the ability to be involved uh, much earlier. Uh, that it's cl- and also make it clear on paths and steps that uh, do need to happen if a local government wants to uh, wants to transition to another police model. It's also very clear on what the minister cannot do as well, mm-hmm. which is also important uh, because there's a lot of talk about local autonomy, and we do I do respect that. Um, and so those measures are in place, along with such things as being able to access documents uh, to assist in making a decision without having to sign a non-disclosure agreement. You know, which added all kinds of complexities and, and delays to the uh, to the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, the other is that if a local government is, wants to make a decision to change the model, there's no going back. You know, you make that decision; um, it's uh, it is a permanent decision. And that's that's important uh, uh, as, as well because I don't 
want any government to go through this again. Uh, the city of Surrey says that over a 10-year uh, process with, with with the switch from RCMP to municipal police force, there's about $460 million in unfunded liability there for the community, number one, and that doesn't include capital costs. Um, number one, do you believe those numbers? Number two, is there room uh, for further funding from the provincial government beyond the $150 million the province has already promised? On, let me address the second part first. No, there is no more money. It is $150 million is on the table. And that $150 million relates to your first part of what you just asked me, which is we base that on the city of Surrey's own numbers in terms of the differential between moving to the uh, Surrey Police Service from the RCMP, which uh, we verified their numbers was about $30 million uh, a year. And so we said, okay, um, 150 is equal to $30 million uh, a year, and that's uh, five years. And we've also indicated to them a willingness to, um, you know, to how we structure that uh, that would work for them. So uh, that's what that's based on. I've heard all different kinds of numbers get, you know, thrown about out there. But the reality is, is we verified their numbers from their first report to us, and that's how we came up with 150, and it is 150, and it will not be more than that. So is there room still to work together with them in regards to just getting this done? If money's not going to be on the table, more money's not going to be on the table, is there still an opportunity? I know the Premier talked about being, it was quite conciliatory in his comments. Is there a point where all sides can get together and start talking this stuff through? There, there has actually been a lot of work underway already, uh, and have re- the, my, the special advisor, Jessica McDonald, mm-hmm. has been doing um, incredible work, working with the staff at Surrey, working with the Surrey RCMP, working with the, uh, the various levels uh, at the federal level that are all involved in this, a uh, number of, of tripartite meetings to deal with the issues and to get things moving. Um, what really needs to happen is for the Surrey Council to understand, look, this is going ahead. Um, staff are working. Um, my ministry staff are working. The RCMP are working, and we need to get this done. Minister, I know you've had a very busy uh, early part of this week, and and, uh, and uh, we've been trying to get uh, you on the show. Really appreciate you making time for us and for our listeners as well. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks a lot.